Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Got another special guest, Jamel Herring. Jamel, how's it going? Everything's going good, man. I can't complain. True, true, true. So let's just like jump right into it. Can you tell the audience a little about yourself? Um, yeah, of course, like I said, my name is Jamel Herring. I'm born and raised in New York. I was United States Marine from 2003 to 2012. Also represented the United States in the 2012 Olympic Games. And I'm currently signed with Top Rank Promotions. Perfect. So what made you get into boxing and how did you get into it? And what age were you? Oh, man, that's a crazy story. Um, I actually was I actually got into boxing because I was doing poorly in, um, in school. Yeah. So, of course, when, when your grades are terrible, you can't, you can't play other certain sports. Cause I, was, um, I, was big in, I was big on basketball. And I made actually made the team, but I had to I had to get cut because of my grades. So instead of just doing nothing around, you know, for the season, around that time, I um decided one of my one of my close friends invited me down to a gym. Mm-hmm. I was about like 15, 15 years old, you know, and um, you know, I went down there just to try it out, and I ended up just sticking with it. And you know, here we are today. But yeah. you know, eventually I did get my grades together. So I don't want nobody thinking that you know I was slacking off anything, but um, yeah, it was it was just um it was just you know one of the, one of those things that just happened. Yeah, you're back in college now, but we'll get to that later too. Right. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, you had a kind of a late start. Like usually, boxers are starting like probably around like eight to ten, and you were like yeah, fifteen. Six, you know, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. So what did what kind of uh, difficult like things did challenges did you have like being older than like learning? Um, I had to basically, you know, it, it was different. The amateur system was a lot different from yeah. you know what you, what you're seeing on TV because most time you don't really see at the time you don't see amateur boxing on TV. So all you seen was it was the um the professional level, mm-hmm. you know, coming up. Yeah. So I had to basically um you know learn how the the amateur system you know it runs for the most part, but. You know, it, boxing kind of came. It came natural, even 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 at the late start. You know, it came natural, especially um. You know, even as a marine, I had to take had to take breaks from boxing. You know, numerous mm-hmm. times because I was deployed two times to Iraq. Yeah. So I had to basically, you know, come back and you know, you know, play catch up. But like I said, um, you know, I must have did something something right because even for a late start, and um, they only had uh, under a hundred fights as an amateur, and I still made the Olympic team. Gotcha. So yeah, right after high school, you weren't sure what you wanted to do, and you enlisted to the Marines. So how did that all come about? Um, one of my close friends was um, he was a year older than me, yeah. so he had enlisted. Right, right. That he um, graduated from high school, and um, you know, at the time, at that at that time, I wasn't really, you know, big or really interested in, in like doing college. But I know I had to had to do something. Yeah. So um, you know, I found out that the Marine Corps was um, you know, they had a boxing program, and um, you know, it was just something I could do for career uh, as a career. Also, coming out of high school, I, I didn't want to just you know stay around in um in New York because you know some kids when they get out of high school without a plan. They just stick around too long, and then they eventually lose track of what they want to do. So, I, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I graduated from high school, you know, I, I went straight into the Marine Corps that um, following October. Gotcha. Now, what was that experience like being in the Marines and then participating in their boxing program? 
Ah uh, man, that's it's boot camp sucked, man. Because <laughs> for one, I was still I was actually still seventeen years old when okay. I graduated. So I was um seventeen when I was enlisted and I had to spend my eighteenth birthday in boot camp and you know, Oof. they made it very interesting for me yeah. during my birth <laughs> during my birthday. But um, you know, as time went on, um I had to basically earn my my way to the to the team, you know. Um I, I was deployed in two thousand five mm-hmm. to Iraq and um after that after that first deployment I went to the team but I only was I only stayed there for a year because I got I got called back again to get deployed to Iraq once more. And but um after um my first enlistment was up, I had basically got stationed to Indian Head, Maryland, which was a non deployable unit and they allowed me to come back to um, you know, the boxing team full term. And, um, you know, I, I just stuck with it from since then. And um, that's how I played catch up and earned my way to the, to the Olympic trials and eventually the Olympic team. Yeah, that's awesome. So, like, what made you go take that extra step and you were like, I want to train for the Olympics? Um, I, I was just basically tired of seeing, um, like, guys that I knew that I, that I thought in my heart that I was better than yeah. that was basically ahead of me. Like, I was always, like, ranked you know, top ten in the country, mm-hmm. and you know, I, you know, some people, some people are cool with that. But after a while, when I started seeing that, you know, guys that I I, I beat in the past was basically moving ahead of me, that's when I decided, you know, let's take it a little bit more serious, and um, you know, let's push forward and see what, see what we, what we can really do. Now, while you were in the Marines, were you were you thinking about becoming a pro boxer after, or did it just happen like after the Olympics and stuff like that? I, I think everything just just happened, you know, yeah. on, on the fly. To be honest, like I wasn't, you know, because I, I was actually um, cool with, with being, you know, a, a Marine. Yeah. You know, like I said, Marine, I was Marine, but I was, you know, I was cool if I just, you know, even if boxing didn't work out for me. You know, I still had something to fall back on, so I was actually cool with that. But it wasn't until like the Olympics when I was like, you know, I probably if I made it this far, I probably can take it further with boxing, and that's when I started really thinking about, you know, going pro. Yeah, for sure. And I know you were an underdog in the U.S. trials for the Olympics, and uh, oh yeah, for sure. And you came out and you won, and you got the <clears throat> to go on to the Olympics. So what was what was that like? Just going to the Olympics and winning in the U.S. and all that stuff. I mean, it, it, was, it was a great experience. You know. Yeah. Um, like I said, I had to come, like, um, after Olympic trials, I didn't qualify for the Olympics. A lot of people were like, um, it, like, it, it wasn't, it, they changed the system from what it was, say, back in, like, 2000. Okay. Like, when you won the, when you won the Olympic trials, you automatically was, was considered Olympian, but that wasn't the case. Yeah. Like, you won the Olympic trials, but you still have to qualify internationally. And my, in my first go around, I didn't qualify, so I had to come back face those same you know some of those same opponents that i had to deal with during the, during the trials and you know i knew, you know at that point you know they were more focused and like really you know gunning for me but you know i end up i end up winning the um, 2012 usa um nationals to earn us earn, earn a second chance to qualify for the olympic team and that's when i went to um rio de janeiro and around i believe it was may to, uh, um, 2012 and i um i got a bronze medal and I qualified, um, you know, a spot. I earned a spot to um, basically com- um, compete in the Olympics. And um, that's what they had basically also made me the, one of the team captains, which was, um, you know, that was a great honor. And, um, you know, it, it, was, it was a good experience, you know, just being out there with um, not only just your, um, your teammates or whatever, but just other athletes in general, not, not even just from America, but from yeah. other countries, you know, like like Usain Bolt. And, uh, you know, I met guys like that. So, it, it was, I mean, it was a fun time. Like, I, I think, of course, we um, – I didn't get I didn't get the medal in the Olympics, but you know the overall experience was great. Yeah. Now, what was it like being like the older guy there? Like, I know that you said they named you captain. Was that like one of the reasons why? Um, they basically named me captain because of because of my Marine Corps yeah. experience and um, you know leadership 
and they, they, they seen that I had a lot of leadership traits, and that was one of the um, main reasons why I was, I was chosen as a captain. But um, like I said, um, for the most part, I clicked with everybody. You know, yeah. or I, I basically got everybody uh, as well to gel together as one. Because at the same time, you know, we're all coming from different backgrounds yeah. of the country as it is, you know, and, and different upbringings. But I was able to, you know, find something that I had in common with each individual and use that, you know, to, to build a relationship off. And um, we all got along. I mean, we still get along. Like, if you, if you see me on Twitter, you know, you always <laughs> see that I'm always, you know, still talking to each and every last one of my teammates. So, you know, we're still, you know, we're still clicking, we're still rocking, and we're just um, wishing each other the, the best of luck and um, much success, success in our own um, paths as, as pros now. Yeah, for sure. So, after the Olympics, then you uh, decided to make the jump to the pro ranks. So, how that how that all go down? Um, I remember at the time, like I said, I had to go. I had a debate between if I want to stay in, staying as a Marine or get out. Cause okay. I, um, after the Olympics, my my enlistment, my second enlistment was basically coming to a close to an end. So I had to hurry make a call, make decision, and that's when I um gave Mike Stafford a call from um Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I told him that I wanted to go pro. And, um, you know, he just invited me to Cincinnati, and then you know I went from there. Um, I signed with Al Heyman, and then I just kept it moving. Gotcha. So, do you feel like your time as a Marine helped you as a professional boxer when it comes to training in tough situations during the fight? Oh, yeah, of course. Because um, boxing is more mental than physical. And I yeah. believe if you can deal with any of the bunches of stuff that I've seen and dealt with as a Marine, you know, the boxing, to me, that's the fun part. You know, I'm not a, I'm not afraid of hard work. Yeah. And um, like I said, it's just, it comes now. Na- that's why I say it, can't, it comes natural to me. Like, I'm not afraid of hard work. You know, I love learning new things. Um, you know, I follow directions pretty well. Yeah. And like I said, um, you know, they like they always said, hard work beats, beats talent, you know, especially when talent isn't working as hard as you are. Yeah, yeah for sure. So you're, you're 17 and 2 now. You're right. fighting on September 14th. Uh, your opponent's coming off a big win. His only losses to a world ranked fighter. Um, so what do you expect to see come fight night? Um, um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not too worried. I mean, I give him all respect. Yeah. But I, I watched, I watched the last two fights. You know, um, shout out to my boy Toka Khan. You know, mm-hmm. Toka was one of the um, guys that was on, that was um, helping us train for to get qualified back in um, May of 2012. And uh, you know, I know Toka for years. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, um, I, I, Toka's a softball. I'm a softball. I picked up things that Toka was doing. I know that the guy doesn't like, you know, too much pressure. He doesn't like mm-hmm. matter. Doesn't like pressure at all. That definitely doesn't like body shots. People forget, like, you know, he's a natural featherweight. I'm coming down from lightweight to super featherweight. Yeah. So of course I know I'll be the bigger man. You know, um, like I said, um, in the last fight with him against um, Ishmael Mwenda, who's actually also um, a training partner in my in my stable that I'm with now. Um, the fight basically came down to the two knockdowns, and that's because um, he, he does a lot of retreating. Um, like I said, he gasses out. So and those two knockdowns, they basically um, was worth the deciding factor in the fight. But I don't see it. I don't see. Um, Playing like that, you know, when I'm in there with him, you know, I just feel like I have more, I have more tools. So, um, like I said, I'm looking forward to a great night. And plus, you know, um, I'm with top rank now. Yep. I got to mention that as well. I'm with top rank. Um, I'm, I'm expected that I'm actually expected to meet Bob Allen later on today. But um, 
you know, they and they also bring the, the Marines out. So, you know, I have a yeah. lot of backing. Um, it's going to be a great atmosphere. I'm also um, fighting on the same night as my um, Olympic teammate, Jose Ramirez, who's defending his WBC world title. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm just, I'm just actually just going out there just, just to have fun. You know, I'm not, I'm not, there's no pressure. Yeah. Right now, I'm in training camp. Um, I'm, I'm with, um, you know, if you, like, if, if people have been watching closely, I've been sparring with Terrence Crawford, who's basically one of the pound for pound best fighters in the world. And um, I just matter of fact, we just sparred yesterday together. You know, like you said, if you, when you have that backing and support yeah. behind you, you just really not, you really, you really don't worry about what's to come. You know, as long as you get prepared and handle your business and training camp, you know, the fight. I mean, like I said, the same thing as being a Marine, the, the mentality, the fight. That's the fun part. That should be the easy part. You know, the hard work is already completed. And like I said, I'm in there with um, Chance Carper every other day, and we're we're working, we're going at it. You know, so I don't believe, I don't think that. There's anything that he can show me that I haven't seen already or can't handle. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, you're going up for the USBA Super Featherweight title. So what does that what does that mean to you? Um, that that you know, if anybody knows boxing, the USBA um is, is sanctioned under the IBF. Yep. So um, that definitely puts me in the world rankings. And I believe you know with a big one here, I'll, I'll be also be putting other you know world ranking sanctioned bodies. So like I said, this fight's very important to me. Um, like I said, they they um Tyrone has big plans for me. They want mm-hmm. me to they want to they want to see me succeed. That's the reason why they um you know they signed me to begin with. They want to see me succeed. They love my story. They love the fact that um I'm big with the military side. Yeah. And they we you know we are, we have we have great we have a lot of great plans ahead. But I have to get you know I have to handle my business on my end and, and um you know take care of business with, with Morale yeah. And like I said, but hopefully hopefully by December you know because Tyrone is keeping us you know they promise to keep me busy. At least, but with at least three fights a year, mm-hmm. um, you know. Hopefully by December, I, I should be going for a world title. But you know, one thing's you know, one thing's first. I have to take care of business with Morale Day, and then we'll just see what will happen from there. Yeah, for sure. And what does that mean to you that um, all the Marines are going to come out to this fight? Oh man, that, I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy, man. Like you said, it was one of the, it was one of the main things that I wanted to do yeah. as. A, you know, you know, it's finally, you know, finally becoming a reality to fight in, you know, in a, in a venue full of United States Marines. And, you know, maybe, you know, I know, well, I know for a fact the day once I headline, you know, I, I, I'll even be able to bring out more, you know, mm-hmm. Marines and probably fight on, a, you know, a Marine Corps base itself. So, you know, it, it's a great feeling, man, like to say, to have that support and um, see that, you know, not even just Marines, but veterans in general who's coming out to support me. It's always a great, it's always a great feeling, man. Yeah. How many are coming out so far right now? You know? Um, like I said, uh, they told me about. They said the, the venue holds about fourteen thousand. They said at least at least two thousand Marines and veterans are coming out alone, which is so it's gonna be. A, it's, and it's supposed to be a big night of boxing. Like it's, I think it's about like eleven, twelve fights on the card alone, man. So yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's gonna, it's gonna, the atmosphere is gonna be, you know, it's gonna be crazy. But like I said, uh, I'm just looking forward to it, man. And um, also people need um people that's listening, you know, I'll, I'll be headlining on the ESPN Plus portion. Of yeah. the, on the card that night, so that's a, that's a big thing, you know. That, that tells me that top rank has a lot of, you know, trust in me to go out there and do some things, and you know, and bring in a lot of um, viewers to watch. Yeah, definitely. I think um, that top rank ESPN partnership is like great for boxing right now. Right. So you seem pretty excited with the direction your career is going into, and I know you changed trainers and top rank. You started they started promoting you this year, so. Uh, what made you change everything and and the drop in uh, weight classes also? Um, I was making. Let's start. Well, let's start with the weight. The right. weight class was because 
Nah, you know me, man. Like I said, you've been following me for a while as well. Like I was making 135 easy, and I was actually yeah. doing it the hard way when I when I when I when I really found out <laughs> when I changed over um, teams. I was uh, they told me I was actually doing it the hard way, but I was still making it relative easy. You know, I was always around my weight, but um, you know, they was looking at me. It was like because um, this is coming from Matt. This came from Terrence himself. He was like, "Hey, man, how about you weigh?" And I was walking around like around. I used to walk around like around 145 average. He was like, man, that's only 15 pounds, man. You can you can easily make 135. I thought he, I thought he was talking crazy at first, but um, yeah. you know, once once we um, all hooked up and I seen how you know got, I got with a real nutritionist and, and a strength coach, I actually made my last fight. I actually made 132, I believe 132 and a half, pretty easy. And I matter of mm-hmm. fact, I, I did it easier than when I was making 135 at a higher weight class. And um, I actually I was eating it the day of my weigh in, and I still felt good and I felt strong and. If people see my last fight, you know, I, I ended up stopping a guy who hasn't been stopped in, like, six years. Like, no, like, he was, like, they, they kept telling me he was a durable opponent. He's supposed to give me a, a good test and some rounds. But, you know, I made easy work of him. Even when, even when I got cut over my right eye with a headbutt, you know, I still fought through it. And I made easy work of it. So, that's what, um, that's what the, what, what, why I'm deciding to go down to 130. But in terms of the team... I felt that, you know, I felt that, you know, no disrespect to anybody over there on the PBC side, but I felt that, you know, we were we weren't on the same page at times. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I could have actually been told them that I had wanted to move down to Super Featherweight, but they wasn't really trying to go that direction with me. So it was like, you know, we were we was bumping heads and they had one idea and I had another. Yeah. So and I, I just felt that um I didn't like the way I was treated during my um, my last outing with them in last August. I felt that I actually won the fight and it was just like I felt that I wasn't given the fair treatment and proper treatment during that whole buildup. So you know, it was no, it was no. Like I'm, I'm mature. I'm older. I'm old enough. You yeah. know, to, you know, to, to let things go. So I wasn't bitter. I just, but I just decided that you know I needed to make a change. And you know, that's when I gave you know Brian Bo Mac- McIntyre a call personally and told him that you know I would like to train with him and um you know and move on and hopefully uh, and go from there. Yeah, definitely. Now, could you give like an insider perspective on like what camp is like? For people that don't see you on social media, oh man, camp camp is um because it seems like camp, you guys have fun though. Yeah, camp is camp here with them yeah. is really to me is like family oriented. Yeah. Like we're all under like one roof when we head at, when we head out to Colorado Springs, but there's no egos involved. Everybody gets along with each other, and you know we just we just have fun, man. We just have you know we just have a, um like you know everybody's willing to help each other. We all like listen to one another. And but we work hard, like you said, like yeah. you see, man. We we really work hard. Like we're doing something every day for seven days, literally. But we're not doing it to the point where we're overtraining. But we're just staying busy and keeping our bodies loose. Like you know, we might do like a like a take a bike ride or something on, on Sundays just to get out or whatever. Or when we're in Colorado, we'll, we'll go do the incline and you know, and then then just chill out the rest of the day. But we're always staying busy. Just, um, everyone gets along. Everyone you know, everyone has the same goal. We all want to see each other succeed. Like I said, uh, we, we can laugh and joke and have a great time at the same time as well. Yeah, definitely. And I know, I know you have two world champions in your camp. I, mean, you, I know Hooker was training with you guys a while ago, so I know you're trying to become the third soon. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I, I just got lectured. It's funny. I just got lectured about two days ago, man. Um, You know, my trainer thought I was slacking a bit, and he was, like, yelling, like, hey, we need to make, we, we need another world champion, man, and you, you're, you're that close to it. So pick it up, so, you know, yeah. things like that. You know, it just motivates me because, like I said, it's, it's like I said, with um, with them and top rank behind me believing in me, you know, it, it, you know, it's basically becoming a reality. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy where I'm at. 
and I'm just looking forward to the future, man. Like I said, that's why I can't wait to get to this fight. You know, we got four weeks left, and I um I actually planned on being a lot sharper and better than my last outing by far. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So I know, like I previously said, you're you're in college now. So how are you balancing college life and uh, boxing training? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing a lot better than what I expected. You know, I'm taking like obviously um, online courses for the yeah. fact that I'm always traveling, as you see. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. I'm always gone, man. It's training camps, fights, wherever. But um, you know, it's been it's been actually you know it took a while. It took a, it did take a, it did take a little bit for me to adjust. But now I'm actually like I'm actually motivated to start. You know, the, the next semester. You know, I'm taking business man, I'm majoring in business management. So you know, because I want to also you know even after boxing, I want to more likely stay involved with boxing in some way in some form yeah. so you know i've been taking business management courses but um i mean like i said it hasn't affected it hasn't bumped in the way of my training you know because i usually you know do my own classes and, and you know, my, my homework after you know after hours after i'm training and things like that and i still get the type of rest that i need without being overwhelmed so i mean it's, it's been it's been good like i said i, I thought myself i never see myself coming back to school like i said yeah. school wasn't my thing man like i said i actually was an honor student in high school my last you know my last two <laughs> few years in, in high school but yeah. It's still, but I still wasn't big on it. But you know, coming back to it, you know, it's, it's, it actually is a good feeling. So the professors that you have now, do they know that you're like a famous professional boxer? Oh yeah, they, 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 <laughs> um, they actually, um, the school actually wrote a story on me and um, everything I've been through, <laughs> my you yeah. know my career and things of that nature. So they know who I am. But you know, at the same time, like I'm still a student, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't get, <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting any special attention. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, what's your like main motivation for just like boxing in general? Oh, my main my main motivation is um I want to be the next Marine to win a world title. I think the last Marine to win a world title was around you know the Ali days. You know Ken Norton and um Leon Spinks, both yeah. who actually who actually beat Ali. But I think that was like the last time anybody who served as a Marine won a world title. So that's always been my motivation. You know just to um my name out there and um you know saying that i was a marine who won a world title because um my 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 last motivation towards olympics was the fact that um no marine made the olympic team in boxing since 1992 on oscar de la hoya's team you know that was Sergio Mm -hmm. reyes in the same year and in that same year 1992 was last time a marine won a national championship and i accomplished that as well so now my next goal is to be the next marine to win a world title yeah just setting goals and achieving them Exactly. Yeah, it's one goal at a time, man. There you go. Um, what's your most memorable fight to date? Um, I'll probably say amateur wise. Um, my fight, my my two fights, well, two fights that were taking place during the Olympic trials was um one the one fight against Mike Reed, mm-hmm. and the the next fight, the very next day, um against Sosa. The fight with Mike Reed was um a back and forth. Like um I literally won that fight by a single point. Yeah. So you, you could just imagine how that fight went. And then the fight with Pedro Sosa, like, you know, at the time, Pedro Sosa was the man. Like, you know, multi-national champion. Um, you know, he was he was basically going through everybody. Then, um, you know, I remember, I, remember lo- I was actually losing going into the third round, and um, I just rallied up, and I beat him by um, a single point. So, yeah, man, like, those fights, like, you know, stand out to me. Now I'm just looking forward to, um, you know, making memorable fights, you know, in a pro as a pro. Gotcha. Now I got some uh, fun and fan questions. So are you ready for those? Yeah, man, let's go. They're a little, a little looser. So, well, here's another boxing one. But boxing training or uh, marine training? What's harder? Um, marine training. 
for mm-hmm. sure. Like I said, um, they, like you know, Marines are all about preparing you for you know the worst out there yeah. around the world. You know, boxing to me, like I said, like I said before, that's that's the fun part. So, like I said, Marine Corps training by far. Yeah, definitely. What's on your playlist before training, working out before the fight? Man, that's crazy because people ask that before, and like, and they get surprised. Like, I listen to everything, man. Like, I was just literally just listening to some um, Elton John, Rocket Man, you know, because I like I gotta keep it diverse because yeah. I can't listen to the same genre all day because I I, I lose my mind. But um, you know, I, I stay diverse. Like, I go from um, Jay Z to David Bowie, and then and like the very after the very next song, you know, it's just like that. Like, I, I keep it, I keep it, you know, keep it interesting, you know. You just keep it on shuffle. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, man. <laughs> but you don't like you don't like Cardi B though. No, nah, we're not gonna go with it. Matter of fact, I did. I listened. To you, I took your advice. I did start. A, I, I did start listening to it. There's a few songs on there that I do like. So shout out to Cardi B. I, I give her. She she actually got. She has a few good songs that I like. So I give her that. There you go. You guys are both <laughs> from New York. You gotta like her. Right, right. <laughs> uh, here's a scenario question. What's one movie? If you only had one movie to choose and you had to watch it on repeat for the rest of your life, what movie would it be? Um, Cinderella man, with Russell Crowe. All right, there you go, another boxing. And, right. I, and, I, and I say that because, like, uh, like I said, um, he was an underdog. Yeah. You know, just like how, just like how you point out how, how I was an underdog. You know, in the um amateurs, and sometimes I still see myself as an underdog as a as a professional. But um, like you know, he look look with the um look what he look what he fought through, and he still achieved his goal of becoming a world champion. So, like Cinderella man, it always plays out. As a matter of fact, Errol Spence, you know, a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Calls me, he, he calls me Cinderella man, you know, because but he wants me. He also tells me, you know, he's actually one of my uh, biggest supporters as well. So shout out to Errol. But um, yeah, he's been calling me Cinderella man since um the amateur days. <laughs> gotcha, that's it. That's one I didn't know right there. So yeah, are you playing uh any video games right now? Um, right, yeah, right now I'm actually I brought you know to camp because it's small. I brought my little um Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so you know I usually, I usually play that on my free time. You been playing Punch Out? Oh yeah, of course. Come on, man. You beat, <laughs> you beat the game or not? Nah, man. I'm somewhere. I always get stuck on it. I always get stuck towards the end, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck on like the Japanese guy right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, man. I always get stuck around that around that circuit, man. Um, <clears throat> I think that wraps it up. You want to tell the fans and your supporters where they can find you out on social media? Um, you know, like I said, I was want to say for one, you know, thank you for having me on here, bro. Yeah, it's always sure. good talking with you, anyway. You know on and off the record whatever but um like i said if anybody wants to find me hit me up ask me any, any more questions that i didn't get to answer today they can find me on twitter instagram at jamel herring send a friend send a friend request you know jamel herring on facebook and like i said um you know you're my witness you know i'm usually i usually respond to everybody so like i said um much love to those who support me and i give love back to those who do yeah probably the most fan-friendly boxer right now at jamel herring Appreciate right, it. Man, I try. I try, bro. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on. And good luck. Appreciate September 14th. We'll talk soon, man. We'll, yeah. talk, we'll talk soon about the, um, the next fight. Hopefully, that, like I said, that'll be the, um, the fight we'll talk about the um, world title on the line. But we'll talk. All right. Appreciate it. All right, bro.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 